thank you so much for taking the time to do this, taking the time to speak with me. So first things first, going around the room as it were, start with you, Sam. About two weeks into 2024, how's it been treating you so far? Yeah, man, it's good. Um, very busy um, in, in all aspects of life, really. But yeah, it's going good. That's all I want to hear. How about you, Oliver? How's it been treating you? Uh, challenging from day one, if I'm honest, but we're, we're still moving. We're still... I'm still here. That's the main thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so far, so good. Can't complain, basically. Yeah. Um, Sticking with you then, Oliver, did you have any New Year's resolutions? If so, what were they? And uh, if not, what would be one that you would, you would do now as it relates to the throwaway scene? I, I always think about doing them towards the end of the year, like like everyone, of course. And then I, like most people, I then either don't do them or I don't even fucking write them down. Um, but one I always think about, um, in particular to to the band as well, I I just want to release as much music as, as I can, not, not specifically through the band, but I just think every year I just want to kind of, I did six last year, so I'm going to do, eight I'm going to do 10 this year you know that that kind of just a benchmark of where I was and where I want to be is is as much of a uh new year's resolution as I can sort of commit to I guess but it is something you've been able to commit to it's something you've been able to do yeah I mean I've I haven't released anything yet but I've yeah um <laughs> there's there's a few things there's there's a cover that we we worked on it'll come out in some sort of capacity that I'm quite excited about um, and yeah just exploring some more avenues of of what I want to do and what the band wants to do um, and if they sort of align then that's great if not then I'm just going to start putting some stuff out on my own because I've wanted to do it for ages but yeah Oh cool 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 um, how about you Sam? Um, I think a big sort of New Year's resolution for me is just to focus on our own lane a lot. I know it's a very cliche comment, but just um, stop worrying about what other people are doing. Um, stop worrying about if we're keeping up or if we're doing this or we're doing that. Just um, just focusing on what we're doing and kind of putting the blinkers on, so to speak, in some ways, I think, and just focusing. Easier said than done, though. Uh, that that really isn't it. Because even the smallest thing, you know, you 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 put a, a video out or you put a post out on social media. Maybe it doesn't get as many likes as the previous one did, or someone aligned to you doesn't get, and it gets in your head automatically. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I think it's about kind of just making sure you're happy with what you're doing, and kind of just just trying to focus on that and trying not to be, you know, impacted too much on the the externals. Yes. Yeah, sort of just being mindful isn't it really and like you say stick to your own lane you can pay attention to other people but you can't be distracted I think is like to sort of further what Sam was saying yeah oh we're sticking with you Sam let's look a little bit back first particularly to 2023 are you satisfied with what you were able to accomplish last year yeah yeah I think it it was ups and downs again um I think we get I mean getting the EP ready for this year was always the sort of primary focus and like I think we we've, we've achieved that to a level that we're happy with anyway um yeah the the you know we had some really good shows some shows that we we thought we you know could have gone better or we could have performed better and this kind of thing but um you know I think overall it was it was a good year and I think we we set ourselves up nicely for this year as well which is it's the first like real release for this band and it's the first time we're kind of 
trying to put a marker out there, you know? Mm. How about you, Oliver? Yeah, I think sort of piggybacking on what Sam said, uh, just working on the EP and getting that to a point where we go, this is fucking insane. This is the best thing we've ever done personally and collectively. This is, let's, you know, just get excited to put this out. Uh, we, and like Sam said, we did play some cool shows. We played some lots of cool shows. We've 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 had a um, a good. We've we've done a few shows where we've bumped into all, you know old friends and old bands, and we've played with them before. And it, we've had some nice moments like that sort of thing. Um, but to circle back to the main point, we we wrote it and we recorded it, and we're we're fucking ready with this EP. That's kind of more what 2023 was about really yeah is it is it fair to say that you would look at that as one of the highlights of 2023 or do you have some others that you can point out and say look that was one of the best things that happened to us last year um no i think to be fair i mean one of the highlights for me personally was this last show we played we played a show beginning of december um in manchester um and it was the first time we'd kind of been had a reception that was it felt almost like I don't know a kind of moment that we've all been waiting for for a long time mm. where the whole room was really into it like just you know every song people were loving and I don't know it just we I had a really really good feeling after that show and um that was definitely one of the highlights for me for sure oh that's cool 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 how about you Oliver you got any you got any others my memory's fucking terrible um so probably but not right now but yeah that that show was yeah that that show was fucking everything for for the majority of us and particularly for me as well because it's been it'd been kind of a rocky few months up to that point and that was the first show that we'd done for a few months wasn't it yeah 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 um so it, it was cool just to to prove that we could still do it and we could do it to that next level that we wanted to hit before the year was out and cool. So we've, we've hit our fucking stride now. So yeah. we can now take this into 2024 um, with some new exciting music. And we, we just, yeah, we, we're just getting ready to take over basically. I think it's nice to see as well, like the reception to fake death and who else is in the room has been really really good as well and even compared to our older material I feel for me I feel like it hits harder in the room and like people are sort of I don't know taking the sound of that on board a bit easier and like I don't know it just yeah gives me very pumped for the EP more of that to come taking that show then the response to that show and the response to those two singles from your individual perspective and we'll start with you Sam what is it about the throwaway scene that you think is appealing to so many people resulting in these really positive responses um i think there's a there's a decent element of like nostalgia with our sound and with our aesthetic i think like there's you know we're trying to just replicate sounds we grew up listening to a lot mm. um and i think there's a there's a there's an audience that wants to sort of resonate with that as well um i think we're, we're very meticulous about like our visuals and how we we like to come across online and i think i think like when people see effort in any kind of capacity, they kind of are drawn to they're drawn to people who are motivated and people who are showing effort. Like that can be in anything, not just not just music, but like I don't know. I, I'm kind of like that. Like if I'm talking to someone who's passionate about something, I, I start to become passionate about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think there's a there's an element of that with with this band. Um, yeah, and I'd say that and just 
it's that that nice sort of we, we feel familiar but then still something different about it as well to a lot of people nailed it there feel familiar but still something a bit different because i've heard the, i've heard the full ep and i am of a certain age so there are familiarities for me but also different too um Oliver, have you got anything to add there that you think that is, you know, the appeal? Um, again, yeah, Sam's Sam's kind of hit the nail on the head with that. It's it's part nostalgia, part intrigue, I think. And there's a lot to dig into if you want to. On the face of it, it's it's just a fucking great record. If you want to dig a little deeper, there's a lot of narrative, a lot of lyrics, a lot, there's a lot that ties together and kind of paints you this big big beautiful picture of death really um and there's there's just a lot of there's some moments of just bare honesty as well from me as well um yeah again i think that's something people yeah. pick up on like uh, like some of my favorite bands and artists are always when you can like hear the honesty in their vocal or hear the honesty in their music that's something that resonates with me as well so yeah for sure yeah, enough can't be said about authenticity when it comes to stuff like that. And if it comes through as it does with uh, the lyrics, the vocals, um, you really notice it. Uh, obviously, we are talking about um, On Death and Dying, which is released on January 26th this year, your debut EP. So I have to ask, was your vision always to release an EP or did it become somewhat of a necessity considering the response to the music that was out already? I think we just felt it was the right time didn't we it was kind of yeah. more we've we've sort of drip fed drip fed singles um and we we just wanted to build something before we then um we can't, we wanted to build a restaurant before we invited people to come and have food at it you know what i mean it's there's no point no one fucking cares if you've put out an album of 12 to 15 tracks and you've got 100 followers you just yeah. that is just self gratification you're doing it for no one but yourself so we we were quite keen and sam particularly was i know um very keen to not not overstep our bounds i guess and kind of let's crawl before we can walk and let's get people coming to us and build something and then reward you know put put food on the table i'll go back to my restaurant analogy yeah i think as well though it was um like from a an idea point of view like we 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 wrote the the first sort of collection songs, which which they had a, a theme and narrative through them. But then this this EP, it was very clear we had like an idea and like almost like a concept in mind for the whole thing. So mm. in my head, it was almost like it was almost like we had a, a a movie planned out, and then we've just kind of written the soundtrack to all those bits, and that's become the EP. So I, I definitely feel like the idea has pushed towards the EP more than like the other way around, where it's like, oh, we're doing an EP, let's find an idea. I think it was, we've got an idea, let's do an EP. It was that way around, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because you do start wondering, well, okay, is this a collection of previous singles that you'd be kind of sitting on and you're just jamming them together, put them out there, because then you've got that release, but clearly that wasn't the plan. No, no, not at all. No, these these tracks are all considered as a, you know, as a bunch, not not individuals. I mean, they were, they're all bar sections and bar one of the tracks. They were all kind of written around the same time. So yeah. it is, it's as cohesive a piece of art that we can, that we can create at the moment. Yeah. Um, sure. Until someone gives us lots and lots of money to go and record <laughs> a fucking full album yeah. when people want us to, of course. But, um, the day. Um, yeah. Um, yes. But no, 
I think it's like Sam said, it's just we started putting them together and went, well, this isn't just one thing. This is a big, this isn't five individual things. This is one bigger thing. Yeah, yeah. Did the, the, the way that music is consumed these days ever enter your mind when it came to, you know, deciding it was going to be this many tracks on an EP? Yeah. I think it has to, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, that, I guess that was, again, some of the thinking when we were just doing singles before is because we always know, like, after the three minutes that someone's watched a video, it's when's the next one? And it's like, you know, these things take us months to write and kind of you know work out how we want the story to go like we, we film the videos ourselves as well so there's there's so much work in these in these videos but then yeah with the way the world is today it's like next 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 um so yeah it is, it is a tough one but we, we definitely feel it was the right time that we need to put like a body of work together not just these singles because I feel like it's more for people to you know hang their hat on so to speak what are you hoping is expressed through the EP? Because each track can stand alone uh, individually, but as an overall package, it also is cohesive. It works. You can listen to the beginning to end and enjoy every part of it. But if you do just want to hear one, you can also enjoy that in itself. So what did you what do you want to show as an overall package here? Um I it's a good question. And I'm sort of I'm dancing around some answers. Ooh. Dancing around some answers in my head, and I just elbowed my dog in the face. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's. I think for me, it's it, it's in the title. It's on death and dying. It's a it's a a loose concept, if you like, around the five stages of grief and what they kind of what they can mean to you, how they can affect you, what they feel like as well. There's a lot of sort of mirroring of the stage with the track. Um, such as our last release, who else is in the room? That's that's yeah, anger stage. So we've we've gone for a lot more angular guitars and that kind of um, a bit more of an abrasive sound with it. I guess there's there's a, a sort of heavier breakdown in it, and um, and then visually as well, we we use quite a lot of red. Just as a, I mean, I'm I'm wearing a red red fucking shirt in the video, so mm-hmm. all all of these things kind of tie together, and we. Some things are subtle, some things are discreet. Uh, sorry, some things are subtle, some things are very much on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, it I just want someone to come away thinking and, and maybe feeling something. Because um, it's, to circle back to my point, it's, a, it's an EP about death. We all kind of go through what, you know, we're all going to get there eventually and we're all going to experience it secondhand with loved ones and friends and family. Um, so just, just think about it, not in a depressive way. Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm digging a hole. I'm going to put my shovel down in a minute or pass it over to Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then as well, like um, the last track is about acceptance as well, which, which always sort of, you know, is is a, a nice a nice end to the whole thing. Like it, there's there's anger and there's you know we've got there's so many elements to it, but to finish on acceptance is quite a, a nice sort of you know way to wrap it right. up as well. It it just sort of it washes over you, doesn't it? It's it's literally as it says on the tin. Just accept this, accept this yeah. track. It it starts it it does what it needs to do, and you accept it for what it is. Mm. 
he, I mean, is that as you said, the five stages of grief. Everybody, in some way or another, will go through it uh, in their entire in their life. Um, so, yeah, anyone that can take anything away from what you're putting out here, be it the smallest thing, even if it's just just enjoying the music, uh, that's the ultimate positive. Yeah, I mean, there's that, and then yeah, so it's the five stages of grief from Kubler Ross, from Elizabeth Kubler Ross, and we, I, I even just I called the characters Ross and Kubler just. I've just put it there. It's on subtitles. It's on. It's it's very much there. But like like you've just said, if you want to just consume it as music, that's it's there to enjoy it as that. If you want to kind of scratch away and dig a bit at the art that that we've done, then cool, that's there for you as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. If you just listen to the tracks, then you there's no there's no real connection between the Kubler Ross uh, narrative line. And the, the music itself, like you say, the music stands on its own. Um, so yeah, there's there's multiple avenues for the for the listener there. The best way possible, um, a best great release is that you can have it from both angles and um still enjoy it either way. Uh considering response to fake death and who else is in the room, has that made you a little bit more confident how the overall product will be received? Because both tracks have been received really well. Uh, well, so, I mean yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely give me confidence because my favourite track is the next one we're about to release. So <laughs> it's, um, it's always a nice place to be in. Um, but I can only, like I say, we can only base it off our own preference. And at the end of the day, that's all I, I really care about. Like as long as I think our next thing is going to be great, then I'm happy. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely definitely more confident than I was for sure. How are you, Oliver? Yeah, sorry, I'm going to say it's. Um... My favourite song as well is what we're going to drop next, and um, it's it's been it sounds stupid and kind of cliched when you when you think about it, but it's it's been a nice build. So we're now we're going to drop what I think is my favourite song and, and the best song we've done to, so far, um, and I'm I'm hoping it just kind of continues us on this trajectory. Um, I can't remember what the I can't remember what the question was, sorry. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah, it's all good. Uh, what do you make, though, of uh, the genre limitations and pigeonholing that can exist? So, Because you're often tagged in the most basic, lazy way as emo rock. Do you think that's a fair <laughs> summation of what you sound like? And more importantly, do you even care? No. <laughs> no I don't care. <laughs> there it is. It's... It's so fucking subjective. What I think is metal, emo, post-rock, post-something is possibly the same as what you're thinking, or it could be, I could be on the wrong street in the wrong city altogether. Yeah. You know, it's it's such a, yes, there are, there are these sort of little boxes that we've said, oh, well, if it's got heavy guitars and double kick, then it probably goes in the metal box. But if I, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. It doesn't come down to the genre of it. So for me, it is superfluous. It's just one of those labels that we feel like we should attach, but ultimately we don't give a shit. If you think that we're one thing or another, I'm not bothered. If you like us, that's that's more important. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you if you listen to emo rock from like the early 2000s to even the late 2000s, it's so different. So like, mm. I think emo, the meaning of emo rock changes within each oh. era anyway. I mean, it, it sort of feels a bit more um, like punk, I guess. Like it's more of a a mindset than a than a genre. Sometimes it's yeah, we're I mean, no band because it's emotive music. 
for me. Yeah, I, I like, mean, the other thing... If like you want to call us that, then yeah, do it for that reason, not because we sound... Not because we're playing guitars and because of that drum beat, do you know what I mean? It's it's mm. more to than that. There's there is more to it than that. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I also love that the all encapsulating alternative tag is another one that gets attached to as well <laughs> because that's an easy thing to narrow down. Of course. <laughs> Talk to me about some of the positives you've experienced from being part of the UK rock and metal scene in general. Because um, we can be quite insular, but there's also a wide variety of uh, young and up-and-coming bands out there. Um, I think there's... Yeah, haven't th there's sort of a, a sense of, I suppose, like a little community mm. starting to reform, like it used to be when... Uh, well, I guess when when we're all sort of a bit younger, playing in bands, playing at your local, um, you you would go down just because there was a band on. It wasn't so much who is it and what are they following like and how many monthlies have they got. It was just it was just organic, if you like it. You know, you were just turning up because you wanted to go and see something. Um, and that this sort of feels like we might be on the cusp of that coming back, particularly from like, the first show we did with Static Dress. That was that was really, really nice to see because in our previous band, we'd been told the UK's dead and mm -hmm. no one really tours there anymore. It's all about mainland. So we'd kind of eaten that and digested it. And that was sort of how my mindset was for a couple of years at least. Um, and then when we started this project, we went, oh shit, there is, there is actually this scene that in the UK that we've not really been tapping into before. Um, and yeah, there's there's some great bands that are sort of trying to further that and build stuff like Love Is Noise have, have sort of done this community thing that they they're sort of building. Um, I think I just I don't know it it comes back to for me the sense of community is not just lost in music but it's lost kind of everywhere. So if I can bring that back, doing something that I love, maybe that can then sort of bleed into the rest of my avenues in life, and I can kind of carry that through and. You know, just be be more human, be more connected. I think is what, um, what I'd like to do. And yeah, if music can help us do that to sort of bring it back to that point, then, um, yeah, let's let's get it done. I don't know, um, yeah, I, I start thinking about another point, and then I come back to it, and then I lose it again. And but yeah, the UK's the UK's starting to feel like. A little community again, I guess, is is the main point of what I was saying. Um, and we just need to keep building it. And that's that's just all the bands that are either coming up or that are already at the top. Don't just think you've got to the top, so that's it now. You still need to kind of pull people through, as it were, um, and keep just keep this thing going. Well said. Well said. Uh, you got anything to add there, Sam? What do you think? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I think it's been a bit surprising in the last, like, couple of years as well, because I thought, like, TikTok and all that was the killer of every young band, basically, because mm. it was just, like, everyone would just be moving to doing, you know, covers and short 10-second content, and, like, I don't know, it felt like, it felt like the, the, the kind of idea of being a band was kind of dying. Um, that's that's but then... just, I'm going to say, though, sorry to interrupt, but you've, you've hit the nail on the head there with, with the word content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every content versus content. art, isn't it? Yeah, at that yeah. point, 
exactly. But, so and what, I, what are you what are you being in a band for if you're just releasing content? Yeah, yeah. But I would say that like I've been surprised because there's there's so many good young bands at the minute and like good up and coming bands that like I didn't I you know I hadn't even heard of a year ago. Um, and it seems to be a bit of a, more of a, like an explosion now. And she said on like the community's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's there's a bit of a resurgence going on. Um, I don't know, maybe everything will turn out to be like anti TikTok and it'll be like. I don't know, a new punk revolution or something, who knows? <laughs> Hopefully I can go back to using my, my Nokia and just like a shit phone. <laughs> we can we can all stop um stop performing online and we can just get on with it and be a bit more real, I think. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Well, I'm glad you brought this up then because I have to ask about that side of things and the uh, modern expectations of being a band, always online, having to put out content constantly, your success measured in likes and followers. How do you as a group handle that mentality, that mindset? Yeah, it's very hard not to sound like, I don't know, sound stupid either way, really. Um because like it, we can pretend you don't care, but everyone cares. Like everyone does care about it, and it's just you're just lying if you say you don't. Um, but that again, that came into the the New Year's resolution thing at the at the start of the year. Like I used to I used to beat myself up about like you know the attention we would get. Like would this person be liking it? Would you know would we be on this person's radar and that kind of thing? But I've sort of found like just just keep doing like the thing that you do and what what you know you do well just stick at that because I feel like people just kind of pick up on that and like the likes the likes come like the attention comes it's it's fine just just make sure you're happy in what you're doing and like do the best you can do at what you can like if you if you if you're trying to start basing it around how many likes and follows you're going to get you just you get yourself down a hole and you'll end up losing sight of what you're doing in the first place which is why people are liking and following you so Mm. yeah it is a a tough one i think that's again to to sort of go back to carl's point from earlier it's authenticity yeah that's yeah in a nutshell if you're chasing likes and chasing the stats and the numbers which i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm I'm guilty of doing that sometimes but i feel like there's a part of me that needs to just look just for i just need to see more of a performance indicator i guess because ultimately yeah. when we started this, we both said, this is, you know, this is just for us. We'll put stuff out there that we like. We'll we'll stay true to what we want to do and we'll do what we want to do when we want to do it. Um, but then it's so fucking easy to just get pulled into numbers and stats and sort of go, oh, we've, you know, we've gained this on, on last month's numbers and da 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 And then, then I'm now I'm thinking about stats and data instead of music. So yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's just it, another distraction, isn't it? Really, it's the other thing as well. Is like I don't want to, I don't want to do anything that I I wouldn't have wanted to do only because of the stats. Because I don't want to look back in like five years if you know if we're onto our album then or whatever we're doing and just be cringing at the uh, the stuff we put out years ago for the wrong reasons. Like I never want to be doing that. So like. I'm always hyper conscious about the stuff we put out and making sure we do it with the right, you know, right reasons and right meaning behind it. Um, yeah. And the thing is, you know, it's all nice and lovely to have, say, 10,000 likes on whatever social media platform you choose. But if that still results in there only being 10 people in a room when you play live, does it really matter? Yeah, for sure. For sure. That That is that is the biggest thing. Like, yeah, with the you know, the high points last year, that, that show and seeing a room 
actually enjoy our music and get into it as you know gave me a lot more pleasure than than any amount of likes i've seen on a post you know what i mean <laughs> only one of them's given only one of them's uh getting you money as well um you know however many no. streams you didn't spotify to get money isn't really going to apply well yeah Fra fractions <laughs> of pence but yeah <laughs> it sort of feels it sort of feels like the pain you're in uh monopoly money i think it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh well it's it's point zero 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 of a penny. So I don't know. Do you want us just to wait till the end of the year and give you a Mars bar or something? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of then, speaking directly to listeners, what would you ask they do to help support your music, support you as we move forward into 2024? Please come to a show would be my my beg. Um yeah, well, just just, um, just go or, to shows. Oh yeah, go to shows in general, but yeah. just please come and like watch watch us play live and you know love it or hate it. Just just come and have a good time. We come give your you friends. A chance. A good time. Yeah, yeah, give, give you a, a chance. chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if we've intrigued you with our music online, then come see what it's about. See what we're building. Um, and just like Sam said, if you don't like it, then that's fine. You can come and tell me you don't like it if you want, and I'll. I'll talk to you about, you know, let's have a conversation about it. Because when we, when we did that show back in December, um, there was a part of, within our show, there was um, something that I did, which resonated in people coming over to me after the show and talking to me about mental health and depression, anxiety and things of that nature. And I, I really loved that. Not so much to hear about, you know, other people's pain and stuff, but, it more in the sense of you've no idea who I am I've just stood over there on that stage for 30 minutes now you're going to come over and tell me that you've been feeling the same way I've been feeling for you know it it just it just removes that kind of barrier and that why do yeah why 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 do we have to feel like that that we can't talk to people anymore yeah, yeah. so true man. You know what I mean it's incredible that that you could have cut through in such a way that they trusted you enough, felt confident enough to come and talk to you. That is simple. I mean, I don't know how you handle stuff like that. Like, I'd imagine that's an incredibly emotional experience to have someone come and speak to you um, like that. Yeah, I, I, without sounding cliched and like I'm sort of saying it for the sake of saying it. And I, at one point, I was sort of fighting back some tears a little mm -hmm. bit because the the person who was talking to in question was also quite like glistening and a bit emotional and I thought fucking I don't cry because if you do I'm going to start crying and yeah I don't know if I'm going to stop at this moment in time <laughs> it's it, it is incredible um but it's fantastic that people your music is resonating with people in that way. And it bears repeating again, if people are unaware, On Death and Dying, January 26, 2024. That is the focus right now. But what does the rest of 2024 kind of look like for the throwaway scene? What plans do you have in place? Uh, so we've got a, a show on the 24th of February at the Lead Mill in Sheffield, um, supporting Edron Danger, which we're really excited about. Mm. Um, we cut, we've got like three or four things we can't talk about at the minute um Fair enough yeah it's not been announced and stuff but in the next week or so i'm not sure when this is going anywhere but um yeah it's 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 going to be out in the next week or so a few more of our plans um music wise um i think we're planning on 
obviously just seeing where the CP goes after release, um, seeing what happens in terms of touring and stuff. Um, I, I definitely, I'd say we're we're looking to have something else out before the end of the year as well. Um, I think I think that's possible. That's doable. The plan is to be busy. Yeah, stay busy always. <laughs> stay busy. That's all I ever want to hear. Guys, I need a couple more minutes of your time, though. So this is Ozzy Osbourne, and in his head are around 200 cards, randomised questions of anything and everything, with lots of submissions by other bands and artists as well. I'm going to pull some out random, and uh, yeah, you're going to answer them if you don't mind, please. I'm excited for this. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> we'll start with you then, Oliver, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a very British one. 89, what do you put on chips? What goes on top of chips? Uh, vegan mayonnaise. Vegan mayonnaise? Yeah. <laughs> Hated it before I was vegan. Love mayonnaise now. <laughs> Worked work that one out. Maybe I just didn't like egg. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sam, what about you? Um, uh, brown sauce. Grand sauce on chips. Okay, there it is. I always find that question good for the for the Brits because obviously regionally, depending on where you live, you always get wildly different answers to that. <laughs> okay, back to you, Oliver. Uh, number hundred. What is your drunk food of choice? Oh, um, it used to be just whatever takeaway was open, um, yeah. but I don't want to banging the drum of the vegan but since going vegan it's the easiest thing i can do is mackies it's just it sucks that there's not a lot of choice but you know. yeah it's gonna sound trying to think what these days is it still just a veggie burger is that it yeah you've got a mcplant now which is a fake burger <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I, that'd be my go-to i guess at least you've got something um what about you sam uh, pizza is the vice for me like if it's um yeah the, the more drunk i am like the worse quality the pizza has to be but the uh, greaser it must yeah the more, yeah. yeah the greaser it must be but yeah something to soak up the drink is nice <laughs> very good all right next one number 19 uh oliver what was the last tv show you binge watched um what was it um Oh, can I look on my phone and then do you want to speak to Jump Sam? To Sam then. Back to go me? on, Sam. Uh, well, I'm currently binging uh, Fool Me Once on Netflix. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. A lot of, just, yeah, like British drama, just going round and round in circles, but it's um, it's quite good. How many seasons you got to get through? Uh, there's only been one season. I think it's only like oh. a 10-part thing, but I'm like episode six, I think. So, yeah, it's good. Know it, Oliver. Uh, Bodies was the last thing that I went through on Netflix. I fucking thoroughly enjoyed that. And it's right up my street. A lot of theatrics and drama and time travel and nonsense. Any <laughs> <laughs> um, anything like that that I can take myself out of the world and just sort of focus on like that. Yes, I love stuff like that. What's there for to distract? Okay, number 25, sticking with you all over there. What is a dream holiday destination for you? Um, 
I don't know. I've I've been thinking a lot about like Japan and China recently. Okay. Um, just because I really, it's more of like a cultural thing. I just want to go and see, see what they're doing, and with it, I don't. That sounds a bit peculiar, doesn't it? To, say, to word it in such a way, but it, there's just something fascinating about about the um, about sort of Eastern cultures. I think. So if you were to go to say somewhere like Japan, you'd be more interested in say a rural area rather than say Tokyo. I might have to do both because mm. they, uh, where I live in Sheffield, I'm not far from Meadowall, and they've opened up a Bandai Namco shop in there. Um, so there's there's a few treats in there if, if I want to go <laughs> and tempt myself. Um, so I'd, I'd have to do I'd have sorry I'd have to do like part rural part commercial if you like just to sort of take it all in and yeah i hopefully i'll, I'll get there one day but we'll see well cool sam uh new zealand for me i think um just want to go to the the set of um the shire so that'll be good i fucking knew you were gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you boy. think do you think um, that if you're a New Zealander that you kind of these days get annoyed with and want to be like, there's more to New Zealand other than that goddamn <laughs> set? Yeah, possibly. I, I suppose it's like um, a dog's not not just for Christmas, a dog's for life. Like New Zealand's not just for the Hobbit and you know Lord of the Rings. It's 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 more than that. They have sheep over there as well, as far as I know. So there you go. <laughs> All right, guys, one more. Um, 44, right. Oliver, who is someone that you cite as an inspiration? And it can be from any walk of life, any anything. Um, I think musically, Anthony Green's kind of always been, I don't want to say idle because that puts him on a bit of a pedestal, but he's sort of looking down on his plinth from, uh, at me sort of thing. But... Um, yeah, from a if I sort of split it into from a musical and slightly personal um, standpoint, it would be Anthony Green. And then just personally, I just I'm starting to becoming a parent made me realise and respect what my parents had done for me a lot more. And it's yeah, I, it would be split between Anthony Green and my my mum and dad. Fantastic, Sam. Oh, that is a tough one. Um, I don't know. Film, film wise, there's like cliches like Wes Anderson, Stanley Kubrick, who are all inspirational. Um, my friends uh, inspire me a lot. Um, mm. Just even just, I know that's cliche, but yeah, just being around my bandmates is like, I get inspired all the time. Ollie inspires me a lot. So there's that. Um, yeah, that's it really. I can't think of anyone that like inspires me too much. It's more like I don't know places and things inspire me. You can more than you people. can just leave it at me if you want. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, Ollie, Ollie inspires me. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to hear some of that inspiration, you can with the debut EP on Death and Dying, January 26, twenty twenty four. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it, and best of luck for the release and well, what twenty twenty four holds for you. Thanks, Carl. Thanks for having us. Man. Thanks, man. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you, Carl. Thank you very much for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button. It is gratefully appreciated. You can find us over at gbhbl.com, our full website, where reviews, news, and so much more goes up daily. 
We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, at GBHBL. Just search for GBHBL and you will find us out there. We also have merchandise on sale. You can access the shop via the website.